I always knew that I was going to call my album Resilient, like after everything I've been through, I always knew that. I, I didn't really know what Resilient meant like <laughs> at the time. Uh, I always knew I was going to call it Resilient. Uh, so I just, I just, there's all, it's just, it's four songs on it, so it's more of an EP, but I call it my album. So each song just represents a part of moving on, so it's actually a story. Welcome back to the uh, Include Youth podcast uh, with myself, Niall Cook, and Oma, senior youth worker and co-host Ronan Boyle. Hello. Today we have a very special guest, former give and taker, current EBE, full-time employee, and most importantly, singer-songwriter. Hello, Keith and McBride. How All are right, you? How are you, folks? Not too bad. Uh, we'll just start at the start. And Keith, you're the main star of the day, so we'll let you set the scene. How how did you end up in Give and Take? Uh, it's actually a funny story. Um, when I was younger, uh, see, I didn't have any qualifications uh, when I left school, you see. So I was just sort of jumping around the place and just trying to find what suited me. And I was actually, I think I was doing a course at the... The local t- the the tech no the, the college the tech. Uh, you're 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 from Derry too aren't you? I do. So you're, yeah. you went to the Derry give and take. So uh, you're in the tech in Derry. Aye, and uh, I think my friends were were talking about it and were saying about this wee scheme. Uh, I just had a midlife crisis at the time and <laughs> <laughs> midlife crisis. What age? What age were uh, you when you went to give and take? Sixteen. I midlife think. crisis. Of sixteen <laughs> people. <laughs> How did you end up leaving school with no qualifications? How was school for you? Uh, school was very uh, difficult for me. Uh, it wasn't. I wasn't getting bullied or anything in a sense, but uh, it was just more the fact that just what I was going through was really hard. Trying to concentrate and stuff, and what you just, were going through in your uh, personal life. My personal life, right, right. Uh, it was really hard in school. Like I would always try and make people laugh and stuff, and obviously it's not. It's funny, like, but it's not funny at the time. You no, know, looking yep. back, and it is. Like, oh, was that a coping mechanism? Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. I would just always laugh, everything, any like, and you know what? I tried, like, I tried the best. It wasn't like I didn't try. I just honestly, I couldn't concentrate on anything. That I that I just, I was always just playing up and making people laugh and just not taking anything serious and I had a it was just really hard you know just at the time and you had a low um, attention span I re- definitely I well I love atten- I 100% <laughs> yeah still do <laughs> so then you left you went to the tech to the tech how did the tech go do you want to know what uh see at the time it was actually all right you know uh I started a first course at a, I think it was music technology at the time and it wasn't like I couldn't didn't have the qualifications to get under the actual course. I wanted right. to do music, performing arts, but I couldn't do it because I didn't have the qualifications. So I had a, I had to take the second course, and it was music technology. And I'm I would be more like under the singing stuff, and I love writing my songs. Obviously, I do like enjoy like the producing side. I respect that type of, that part of the music, but uh, it just I don't. You're more know, a performer. I am more of that. I'm a performer. I am a born performer, like, and uh, I just I just really don't like it at all. I just don't like it i just left and i just didn't, wasn't showing up and it was just it just wasn't for me but i actually and my friend uh one of my best friend at the time still one of my closest friends like but she was doing a course and she had a she it was really difficult in school too she left school and it was just you no know, she couldn't really cope with school either and uh she was doing a course and she was like a work skills course i was like i'm not doing work skills yeah. uh, and uh, i went over just to see how it was for the day and uh 
I loved it. I fell in love with that course at the time. It was really, it actually really reminded me of give and take and just how they teach. It's just, you know, having a, just a nice perspective of young people and understanding how they're feeling. Uh, super uh, environment for Cifer, you? I was 100% more super. Like, I, I felt super. I, I did that for a year and then uh, I left. Uh, I, I left there. I saw that and then I was in care. See, I was in care since I was 15, you see. So I was doing that while I was in care, but I didn't know about give and take at the time. I had a few friends that were on it, of course. Uh, I lived in a supported accommodation like, uh, at the time, and uh, I knew a few people there that did it, but I just thought it was something for, like, I don't think I would ever, ever have to go, like, do something right. like that. Like, I just <laughs> I right. thought it was some specialist uh, course. Special or... course, and I was like, no, I'm not going there. But I left the, the course, and I just didn't. And I actually... I got the qualification, no, my work, my work skills, but it was a, it was a level one, like, yes. so I couldn't, I still didn't couldn't have get enough to get the get into the R course. You needed your level twos, which give and take could, uh, could provide. Do. So I had a wee conversation with a social worker at the time, and about, like, the next steps and what to do and move forward, and uh, they introduced me to give and take, uh, and I went down for the day, I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this, this is going to be, not staying, I'm going to stay for an hour, and uh I just went down and it was just how they they respected like young people and they were just so laid back and just so nice and understanding and uh you, you know coming over to you are you sure you're okay or how are you getting on and, and we were actually talking coming down yeah. in the car and you still feel that way Aye, about definitely. the types of uh the people that still work there you still Aye, have i landa gal because she's really uh she just really understands how they talk to young people and she's a a big understanding of how like I don't know yeah, London, London, Sheila would be the give and take workers Sheila, in Derry, and it's interesting because you aye. were saying there that your, your attention span in school was very low because, aye. and you were a bit of a messer. But aye. what we would do is in give and take is look at that and say, right, aye. there's different approaches they learn them, isn't there? Aye, but there's a small group too, so it's not like there's loads yeah. and loads of people. So it's not. You get like, more a wee bit more one to one, and it's hard. Like it's not. It's obvious who's doing. Do you mean like a, a teacher can't really cope with twenty four people? But no, I think somebody can cope with yeah. four or five people. No, you know yeah. who's doing it. No, you know what they do, and how they, you can work with them more. I but I. Aye, but uh, so if you've got like five people in a room that are on different levels, it's easier to cope with than thirty people in the room. I would. I definitely. I think he's obviously know that as well. Like it's no. Yeah. You can't really cope with loads of people. Like twenty four is actually like a big number, like of people. Especially with high barriers too. Like uh, we would deal with higher barriers than what school, you know, mainstream schools work with. Mm. Um, so that's why you get a wee bit more specialized support within give and take. Uh, um, so you ended up getting qualifications. I did. I I got a few qualifications. I got my maths. I got <laughs> never thought I'd get my maths. <laughs> I know a lot of people say I'm that. The same. Do you know? And this is true. I did my maths through give and take. Did you? Swear to God, so I, I, yeah, so I was, in the, I was, I'm a <laughs> senior youth worker, but for me, I, we had to go and do teaching, and it's a uh, one year qualification, and to get in, you needed your maths. Uh, so I got Jared Kelly. And oh. sat, I sat in the class <laughs> and I did my level two uh, maths because I got a U in right. GCSE. So it's brilliant. brilliant. It's brilliant that approach, and it suited me as well because I've sort of that same learning style too. Aye, but it's it's nice and laid back. It's like no one day yeah. one works really, really special, like hasn't it? It's just Aye. really it's more understanding. You can't concentrate with people around you and getting distracted and I don't know, I just don't And do you feel that the like in give and take uh had a good understanding of what was going on in your personal life? Aye, definitely. Do you I definitely I I work with Sheila too, I don't say anything about Sheila, but I work with Julie. She was there at the time and she was really understanding. Yeah, See that the team that they have down there was really uh, uh, they were just like honestly like 
the, the nicest people they, they kind of hired better people like they work mm-hmm. with these people uh empathetic new, uh, so, new year situa- situation uh, so like empathetic so understanding so caring so like being there like no they never would have like, shouted at you for anything mm-hmm. well <laughs> well, Kevin, you know, I, I was working. I, I remember I would have seen whenever we give and take Oma and Derry would have came together. We would have did work together. So I know the I know you and I know the work you were doing, mm. and you're really outgoing. Um, I remember you hosting um, <laughs> s- uh, award ceremonies for the trust, the sixteen plus. Now uh-huh. this is big big events. That was held in the takes Guildhall. Takes a lot of confidence. Oh, that takes a lot of confidence and self-esteem for yeah. you to get up and introduce everybody, introduce who won the awards, mm. and actually sing. Aye. Do you want to know what? I was actually really nervous when I was going to actually do it. I had like all these jo- jokes in my head. You know, <laughs> thinking that people would laugh. And I actually uh. I said a few jokes and nobody laughed. <laughs> and, I, and it was just... And about you, I was I. It's nervous. See, when you're actually... When you're you're getting up there, and I can but see when you actually start speaking, do you want to know what I actually thinking about it? No, I was really really nervous every time I got up. But see, for you, it shows how brave you are because uh, see, doing something that scares you—that's mm, what bravery is. Bravery is doing yeah. something that that's uh, easy. easy. Do you know what I mean? So uh, you, you got up even though you were scared, but um, there's nobody in sixteen plus day uh, in the west that doesn't know Kevin and isn't proud. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Somebody so, access. So, right. so sorry, no, no, just we're just going back to like we were talking, you got your education, we give and take like maths mm. and English and ICT. But as give and take too, they like to use what the young person is good at as a vehicle mm. for employment. So mm. you're obviously area was entertainment. Aye. So could you talk maybe a wee bit about how you, they supported you with your music? Aye, so uh I've always been a, a songwriter and I've always wrote songs, you know, me, walking home in my head, just <laughs> wrote a whole album Monday walking home in my head. <laughs> but uh, I actually, I they were doing like a wee fine a couple of years ago, and uh, I think it was 2018, 17, and they were doing like a course where you had to go, what was it, it was Free Ulster University actually, they were doing a course there and you had to like, create your own son or like you had to do something right creative like, uh, creative and i went down and they they paid for it they paid for the song they get done obviously i don't, I don't ever want to talk about that song again it's the worst song i've ever wrote. <laughs> but uh at the time it was i was introduced and i was loving it i was like uh, oh this is so good this is yeah. my song and all i was loving my life uh and then i, I didn't I, I obviously, that's how it started. But you I, enjoyed it. Uh, well, I do, you know what, do you know what? It's, it's the same thing we had Glenn Harkin on uh, mm. last episode, and Glenn said the same. Like, Glenn has deleted all his early stuff off that's YouTube. Right. Oh, no. He hates it. He hates it. But you see, if we amazing. hear it, we think it's great. No. no. But you no. didn't like your you first like song. Hear, you wouldn't hear my stuff. You wouldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we talk about a wee bit about your songs? You actually have an album, uh, an album on, right. on plat- all platforms. <laughs> Keith, look it up. Like. Uh, can we talk about some of the songs uh one of my favorite songs would be alone i alone i actually wrote you know, a funny story i actually wrote alone a couple of years ago like way before i even started writing any of our songs for the album and uh ronan you actually introduced me to wes so well, that's right so what happened was that i have links with a few or wes divine wes divine would be like it have a recording studio and uh Lufford, so it's not far from from Derry, and I introduced Keefan, the Wes, and keeping within the studio. Now, 
I just did the introductions. I think you would have went along with Linda or it was Jill, Julie. No, it was Linda the first time and Julie the second. So they, so I set up the meeting more, but then they did the work. But Aye. listen, I love the song so do. The finished great, product is amazing. Is it, is it one of your favourite songs? Oh, I think it's one of my best. I think it's probably my it's, it's most successful. successful uh, uh, it was a UK song, right? And and what's it about? Uh, so it got it, it actually got under the UK songwriting. It was a finalist of the UK songwriting competition, Aye. was it or something like that? Excellent. Uh, it was, I wrote it age. I was actually after a night out <laughs> years ago. I wrote it way before I recorded it. And normally I don't like singing songs that doesn't feel like right at the time. But it, I actually went back to it and I was showing my friend, Darina. She's actually on the song as well. Uh, and she was like, you have to sing this song. You have to. It's so good. And I was like, oh no, it's like old and all. Like it, people are going to, like not, I don't think I can relate to it anymore. And then I actually went on then uh, to the studio and I was showing Wes no like I think I really want to record this song I think that was the one that Wes was texting me and saying this is the song do you know this is the one this is the standout I was actually having a a night out after (laughs) I was actually after a night out I wrote it I was like my friends or something everybody left me and I was I couldn't I don't speak to my mother well I do speak to her but I'm not close with her or any family members really I just have a few close friends and I think they big night out and they fell out of me and I just really really was suicidal like, I'm not going to lie like I really was so upset and I just wrote that song like being I was so alone like it's honestly exactly and that's what the song's um, called like it's called Alone and and would that have helped you then do you know like did you ported it onto the page I would I thought actually there was actually an edit version of <laughs> I put it in Spotify it was, it's really bad like but it's a really like demo like proper like yeah. early work tip of Alone and that was how and that's how I revisited then I, I popped that up but I actually went on this studio and re- rewrote most of the lyrics to suit my time frame of how I'm feeling now. I was right. feeling it at the time. Obviously, I kept what was there, but uh, uh, it was. I think it's one of my favorite songs. The thing I, that stood out to me was you call your whole journey is coming through care, no mm. qualifications, coming to give and take, uh, getting qualifications, finding full time employment, <laughs> using that employment to singer songwriter. Mm. Uh, you know, back up your songs, get an album together, mm. and then you call the album resilient. resilient. Uh, and you said one of the most personal songs on it is Resilient. Uh, what does it mean to you? I, I always knew that I was going to call my album Resilient, like after everything I've been through. I always knew that. I, I didn't really know what Resilient meant like <laughs> at the time. Uh, uh, I always knew I was going to call it Resilient. Uh, so I just... It's just, there's all it's just it's four songs on it so it's more of an EP but I call it my album because it yeah. has my wee baby like it's my yeah, first yeah, it's brilliant. Like, Of course. Uh, but... Uh, so each song just represents a part of moving on. So it's actually a story. Yeah. So the first song's called uh Oh my god. Alone's <laughs> the first song, I Alone's Alone, the, first Alone's the one that, that you did every way. See see actually on Alone just before we go on, sorry. Can we can we listen to it? And we'll have a wee part of alo- uh, Alone here now, we'll have a wee clip. like I'll cry about my weight and mistakes Looks like I'll think about yesterday Looks like I'll think of you all the time 
Good was that? Excellent. Love, love that song. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. I I don't know. I just love it. I just think it could do so well if it gets out to the right places. So okay. hopefully anybody listening, give it a share, will you? Or go, or go and uh, maybe you can buy it on all streaming, uh, all streaming, all streaming platforms, or share it. If if you can go to the YouTube channel and share it, I just think it's a fantastic song. Uh, Fair play, make, make me famous. <laughs> I make all streams. And that's what a lot of our young people that come through give and take, and kind of the high idea behind podcast is you know getting the idea of resilience mm. out there because a lot of young people even though they don't know it mm. you know go through a lot of bad stuff uh, and survive uh, and sur- realize that they build that resilience uh and they maybe don't even realize it without realizing it that they have that resilience uh, see i always like i always believe you no know, there's hope in everything like you no know, it's is. just like there's always people worse off than you are i always put myself on the like or people's shoes and situations. I think the life, the way you create your life, you have, you have an action today. Any any action you do today, you apply for a job that's going to shape the rest of your life. You, yep. if you go to the X Factor and you get through, that's going to shape the rest yep. of your life. You just don't know. Do you mean you you could be sitting working in a, a till, or you could be a, a billionaire, but just the simple things you do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. I one hundred percent. I it's just I think I always. Just know that life decisions are so so important, uh, and the people that you surround yourself with too as well are are so important. And I think the silliest things like going to the shop and buying a scratch card and you winning, like you could be a millionaire, but just going to the shop and buying a yeah decisions making decisions. Decisions is really it was a really big thing for me, and like I get really embarrassed and stuff about like my past and stuff. I hate I don't mind talking about it like, but I just don't know it was just hard for me. Know everything that I went through, I and. But that does show your resilience, how you how mm. you came from where you were and where you are now mm. and full time employment and still doing music and mm. do you know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Uh, everybody asks I, everybody in this room is asking for help. I, you know, people open doors for you and then you can get this situation where you can help others. Right. This is hard work, you know, it's not like it's not many times you say no. It's about you know, the one yes that you do yes, get. Of course. You know, it's, it's and just in terms of resilience, will we have a wee clip of the song? Kind of just get a feel for where were you at? stories and wonder why 
resilience that's one of my favorites now i do because there's so much story behind it and i know you keith and i know your background that was brilliant i loved it thank you you're a talented boy definitely um i know where'd you go <laughs> <laughs> no but listen there's nothing wrong with a bit of confidence i don't uh, think hardly. do you know do you give your do you know you wouldn't have written these songs or you wouldn't have recorded them without uh, a, a bit of confidence and like you could have peers around you that are saying, what are you doing? Mm. Catch yourself on going Definitely, over there. Do you know? yeah. And did you ever feel that people were saying that to you? Oh, what are you doing writing songs? or what are you I, doing? I think oh, a lot of people judge me and it really put me down, honestly. Like, I love doing this, so I don't understand why people couldn't respect it. And people, a lot of people to start, when I, it's so embarrassing, that, but at the start when I first wrote the song, people were uh, like driving past their car and shouting out like the lyrics to the song, but they weren't doing it like in a way... Yeah, oh, supportive. I, they were doing it they because you had the, when you started off, you didn't have it professionally recorded to you, and no. that's a massive difference. People don't realize, no. you know, when you're recording yourself in the house mm. compared to getting it done professionally as like night and day. Aye, exactly. But you, that's your resilience. That's you saying, listen, this is what I'm happy doing, and I'm going to keep, keep doing going. It. Keep going. Keep nobody's going to stop me. And you did that, especially. There's no harder time. Like I, growing up when you're a teenager. Uh, anything there's negative people around you all the time and anything that you want to do that's mm. not meant to be in the box mm. people want to keep you inside this wee box do yeah. you know what I mean and if you want to do something to get out of that box jealousy do something and jealousy comes under it and it's usually people with their own self-esteem problems do you I, know what I mean so I actually had a lot of people text me when I first released a song saying how good it was and they were like I can't believe you had the confidence to do that and I was like I was so like shocked. I was like, "What do you mean the confidence? Like it's just like they it's didn't see the journey there, but they didn't like uh, you. You were at exactly. it for you know uh, at the start whenever they were looking at it and going, that's not great.' Uh, and then then they see this, they think it's just it's an overnight success. Uh, but they you're working at it. It takes hard work. I know it's just it is hard. Like no, and it's still hard. Like I don't know if I'm ever going to ever get anywhere proper, and I don't really care. Like as long as I keep can keep making music and telling stories, then that's enough for me. But like you're, if we introduced you as a singer-songwriter, does that give you a buzz? It definitely does. It, it's nice to being appreciated as a singer-songwriter. Well, that's what you are. Do you know what you are. It's on Spotify. I know what you're saying. As the, you, even though like the fame and fortune part, uh, that's just a part money. of it. I like care a, about the money. But you're a singer and you're a songwriter and that's it. Uh, it always has to be for the love. Exactly. Uh, I love songs. Like, uh, and it helped you 
It was a vehicle to get you yeah. out of hard times. And yeah. if you do make it famous, it's a byproduct of what you're doing. Yeah. But just keep doing what you're doing, man, because I think you're you're brilliant and keep it up and going from where you were, the going on the give and take, the <laughs> doing your music and now you're full time employed. Where are you working? I'm working at Now TV as a sales assistant uh, the past year and a half. I... And that would take communication skills. Oh, it's definitely difficult. Uh... Suits your personality. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're going. good at talking to people <laughs> and stuff like that. That's you why he gets the all phone. the bonuses. <laughs> 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 bonuses for Christmas? Much we charge him to do this. I uh, know. So, <laughs> do you know what, Keith and Great, hearing your story, mm. um, I implore people to go out and get your album and listen to it. Mm. Um, it's on all the things Everything. Spotify and the iTunes uh, the artist name is Keithan the album is or EP is Resilient please go check it out and Keithan thank you very much for well, coming thank today thank you so much appreciate it brilliant bye bye